0: Darwin, you gotta help me find Mom a Mother's Day gift in ten minutes. Mother's Day? What's that? It's the day I show my mom how much she means to me, how much I appreciate all the things she does for me by getting her a better gift than Debbie.
1: Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey.
2: And I'm Andrew, and this is episode 58. We're going to be talking about the Wild Thornberry's Gem of a Mom.
1: Yeah, so happy Mother's Day to all you moms out <laughs> yeah. there. This well, one's a little more uplifting, I think, than last week's. <laughs> yeah, near-death experiences, but yeah. no actual death. <laughs> um, so... Boy, this is our first foray into um, wild thornberries. Yeah, and I have to say, this is really the first time I feel like we're talking about a show where, in no way, my authority an an authority. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did you watch it
2: much when it first aired? Not at all. I guess I watched a little bit. Yeah.
1: Not. I definitely haven't seen every episode. Definitely didn't remember this one. Yeah. The first, the first I had seen any of it in a long time was when we did our favorite pilots and oh, I really liked yeah. the pilot actually. Yeah, it was good. Um, so this was our second foray, and it kind of sh- struck me that, you know, I, I guess I had forgotten that they're all full lengths. So yeah, that's another interesting approach yeah. for the show. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, we'll talk <laughs> about it, but I, I felt okay about the length.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we heard from you guys, um, we're still hearing from people about our 90s episode, things that stand out from the mm. 90s. So, do you want to read some people's yeah. thoughts? Uh, this one comes from Justin, sure.
2: our regular listener and writer in. Yep, love uh, Happy anniversary, BOC. I wanted to say that I really enjoyed Chris's answer of carpet. <laughs> I work <laughs> in families' homes daily and have actually recently been thinking about missing the comfort and warmth of carpeted floors, as so many seem to have hardwood or tile floors, presumably for easier cleaning i would guess that as well uh also i'm glad your guest clarified that wwe wrestlemania was 32 in dallas i was ringside for both wrestlemania 30 in new orleans and 32 in dallas maybe we saw each other jim was really stressing out about yeah. that <laughs> fact yeah Uh, Anyway, everyone that knows me would be surprised that my favorite 90s thing isn't WWF wrestling. Although wrestling is my favorite thing of all time and the 90s are my favorite and most memorable era of wrestling, I am still very involved in it. So when I think of 90s, I don't initially think of wrestling because it has been a constant theme in my life. With all that being said, this was incredibly difficult. From starter hats and jackets, to N64, to playing sports with friends, to trading sports cards, and going to card shops. There are way too many styles, activities, snacks, shows, and pop culture references that make me nostalgic of the decade. So after days of thinking, I settled on my answer, which is my Nickelodeon experience. Mm. To me, Nickelodeon was more than a channel, it was an ethos. Ah. As I've <laughs> stated before, my television rarely left Nickelodeon and and when I wasn't outside playing with friends or playing video games, I, I was emerged in a, immersed I in a world uh, created for kids. It often felt like everything was tailored directly to my likes and things that I thought would be cool or hoped to do. As far as the viewing experience, I loved the live-action shows. Among my favorite were Are You Afraid of the Dark, mm-hmm. Salute Your Shorts, yes. and The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I also really enjoyed nearly all of the game shows. The game shows inspired my creative side to where my friends and I would make our own resource-limited obstacle courses. <laughs> <laughs> my pre-teen years, I also really enjoyed the Nicktoons such as Doug all episodes prior to Disney ruining it, (laughs) Rugrats pre-Dill era, Mm -hmm. and Rocco's Modern Life, and as much as I tried to like Ren and Stimpy, it was just too gross for me. (laughs) My Nickelodeon experience didn't stop with the content coming out of my magical glowing box. I remember the great 90s snacks such as Gushers, TMNT, pudding pies, (laughs) pizza rolls, and shark bites. Oh, yeah. Washing them down with various flavors of Kool Aid, Ecto Cooler, and Squeezits. <laughs> my favorite show of all time, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Even warranted delivery food from Pizza Hut or my local favorite spot on a Saturday <laughs> night when a much anticipated new episode was set to debut. Oh, sounds perfect. <laughs> Being a therapist who mainly focuses on a systemic approach, I cannot leave out how Nickelodeon affected my relationships and community I lived in. I would go to friends' homes or they would come to mine and we would watch Nickelodeon together. Within my neighborhood, Nickelodeon was essentially water cooler talk for kids. Listening weekly, I've come to realize Big Orange Couch isn't just entertainment, it's a shared experience. It's a feeling. It's a time capsule of who we are, were, and pieces we still strive to keep. (sighs) Listening to Andrew and Joey talk with their friends often transports me back to conversations with my friends so vividly that I have to check to make sure I'm not wearing jean shorts and sporting a sweet bowl cut. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I try to write weekly. Because not only do I feel part of your Big Orange Couch community, I feel that you are part of Chapter 2 in my Nickelodeon experience. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, very nice. Yeah.
1: It's an honor to be part of that experience. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we hope it's a common feeling that yeah. Yeah, people tune in and like, if they can't have these conversations amongst people as an adult, which I wouldn't blame anybody <laughs> yeah. for not being able to, <laughs> yeah. that we provide some of that relief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I he think met- was, oh, I think it was the same for us, kind of, um, growing up,
2: I mean, the way he talks about it, yeah. just like a, it really is that shared thing, and it, it's, I don't know, it's just something that I don't know if it still exists, I mean, I guess, like, uh, kids can have sports and yeah. stuff like that, but it was its
1: own kind of weird thing. It had its own feel, yeah, yeah definitely um uh, he mentioned chris's carpet pick which i had been you know uh thinking on yeah and i yeah, i think it's a good pick i you know i think it startled us but i think there's uh i don't know i, I, I think don't, there's something to it <laughs> i like the pick
2: i don't <laughs> like uh how i think he
1: came up with that <laughs> pick. <laughs> Well, you can you can talk to him a little bit about it today. So we're going to have a call that today. We're going to talk to Chris. Uh, maybe we can clear some things up. I don't know. Uh, but he'll, he's going to talk to yeah. us about um, Gem of a Mom. Um, before we do that, uh, we did get a couple people with suggestions for their own Are You Afraid to Name the Episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think on that episode I said I wasn't going to post them, but I was like, yeah, it'd be fun just to see what people think. Um, so on Beaver Fever, uh, Sanguino Bambino said he would call the episode one hit blunder, mm. which is, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, the vacant lot. Vince says one suggestion he had was shortman shortstop. Hmm. Which is good. a play on uh, yeah. Arnold's last name. Um, for Pete and Pete Grounded for Life, Steve uh, suggested board on the 4th of July. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. a good one. Um, the Ghostwriter podcast said they really liked our picks um, for what we did on summer vacation. Oh. Uh, also Pete and Pete, but they said if there was maybe another option, they would go with Mrs. Blotard's Flesh, <laughs> which is yeah one of... Uh, was that michael stipe or was that mr tasty uh mrs blotard yeah i th- she
2: was uh i think the lady
1: that was shaking oh i'm her. sorry yeah, yeah 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 got it shaking, she's the neighbor <laughs> yeah what's it called bird feet like yeah yeah. but when she shook her arm yeah her yeah. Arm <laughs> fat jiggle okay yeah it took me a second that's good uh and then our buddy justin for zeke the plumber suggested camp's cursed custodian mm. hmm. yeah yeah that's a good one got that alliteration that, that was a tough one <laughs> that, that was, was a too. very tough one um and uh, of course we'll have another are you afraid of the name the episode for today uh, before we do that um gem of a mom aired on tuesday may 10th 2001 wow uh, so i know we say we're a 90s podcast but you know <laughs> we're sliding into the new century here yeah uh i think this will be the latest episode we'll talk about I'd imagine maybe.
2: Uh, well, if we hit Invader Zim ever, that was like I would like to early do early 2000s. Yeah.
1: I'd like to so. do that. Um, so a little bit, uh, this is season three, episode nineteen. Um, like I said, May of 2001. So here's what happened in May of 2001. Uh, The United States loses its seat on the U.N. Human Rights Commission for the first time since the commission was formed in 1947. Uh, So they must have uh, not been too pleased with the Bush administration. Um, During a trip to Syria, Pope John Paul II becomes the first pope to enter a mosque. Which is kind of crazy. 2001? Yeah. They're afraid of what... (laughs) <laughs> the, ca- think, the, catholic, I guess, like, the catholic backlash yeah. like, what <laughs> um there was a sports stadium disaster in uh, ghana so at a football game well, soccer um 129 fans in the stadium died in a stampede caused by the firing of tear gas by police following a decision by the referee in a crucial match between arch rivals um hearts of oak and kumasi asanti kotoko uh so apparently they didn't like the ref's decision the police started firing tear gas people started running that's oh, very strange they take I mean, man they take the they take it seriously like, <laughs> you, you hear about this all the time kind of like these riots and these stampedes after these f- soccer yeah. games and um crazy um, Douglas Adams, the English author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, dies that month of uh, fatal cardiac arrhythmia at the age of 49. Yeah. Um, I know you're a big fan, right? Yeah. It's a real shame. Yeah. yeah yep. Um, love the movie. I mean, I, I, it seems like maybe some people don't love it, but I thought that movie was great i think in. that <laughs> if
2: you if a lot of people that have prior experience with it yeah uh, didn't like the movie
1: so much uh-huh. but i
2: think it i was pretty happy with it oh, I, mean, okay. I couldn't imagine <laughs> it being better really
1: yeah i don't know okay <laughs> i thought it was cool um the 127th kentucky derby uh is run or as brett has called it torture <laughs> and uh Monarchus wins Monarchus. yeah just under two minutes uh wins the 127th, 127th kentucky derby hmm. um, in mountain climbing news uh a 15 year old sherpa temba to becomes the youngest person to climb to the top of mount everest huh. uh, and that has since been broken so in 2001 15 was the youngest uh, and now the record belongs to what? who was that he's 21 now, but he was 13 at the time. Jordan Romero of California. Huh. So 13.
2: That's kind of uh, appropriate for this episode today. Definitely. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, that's not the last mountain climbing fact I got. Oh. <laughs> um american singer famous singer uh perry como dies in Mm. may of 2001 and of course us being twilight zone fans i just think of uh, yeah it's a good life (laughs) um the democrats gain control of the u.s senate for the first time since 1994 when senator james jeffords of vermont abandons the republican party and declares himself an independent i like it (laughs) Really throws a, you know, just on the line there, he throws yeah. a wrench in the whole thing. Uh, and then finally, 32-year-old Eric Wanmeyer of Boulder, Colorado, becomes the first blind person to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Jeez. I'm not trying hard enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how people do that, but it I like watching it. Like, I love anything with Everest mountain yeah. climbing. It's really cool um music may 2001 uh the number one single all month is a song called all for you by janet jackson (laughs)
3: um hmm.
1: i'm vaguely familiar with it uh but um you know i don't think either of us are particularly bring it to mind (laughs) excited about janet jackson so that was the number one song other music news from may of 2001 destiny's child releases their album survivor Hmm. pretty big (laughs) Uh, some 41 releases all killer no filler mm-hmm. which of course had um fat lip yeah. yeah i think that was the big one um i know both you and i like phoenix tx they released yeah. lechuza um and then the big one for me that month was uh the return of weezer with the mm-hmm. green album waited yeah. you know a good five years for, <laughs> for that thing <laughs> i remember that happening yeah Hashpipe island was on that was a pretty big moment uh, other releases, but by other artists, are REM, Tool, The Black Crows, Blues Travelers, Depeche Mode, Jessica Simpson, and Brad Paisley all release albums. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty. What pre- month was this again? May 2001. Oh, seems mm-hmm. like a strange month for a lot of big name releases. Yeah, and like a lot of variety. Janet Jackson, yeah. Destiny's Child, Weezer, some forty-one, like all kind of all over the place. Um, movies of May of two thousand one for two weeks number one, The Mummy Returns, hmm. which is one of I think like three movies in my life I remember falling asleep during <laughs> uh, in the theater. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't like the
2: it. The only thing that I I know I fell asleep during in the theater during was uh, Twister. Wow,
1: <laughs> you don't like Twister? Uh, or it's not just that tired? I
2: don't like it. I guess I was just totally tired out because it must have been pretty loud yeah. The yeah
1: yeah so twister okay so mummy Re- i fell asleep during mummy returns i fell asleep during speed two which was a combination of it was too late and it was bad <laughs> yeah. uh and i fell asleep during monsters inc which i love mm. it was just a really late showing i well, i know just uh, i know it. <laughs> so mummy returns for two weeks which uh a little trivia that was Dwayne johnson or the rocks first uh role in a film <laughs> And now he's in one every week. Yeah. (laughs) Seemingly. (laughs) Um, Shrek uh, is number one for a week. And Pearl Mm. Harbor is number one for a week. uh, Shrek, great. Never saw Pearl Harbor. No? Yeah. um, eh. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. And then uh, the only other real notable film released that month uh, is A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. (laughs) Yeah. Which I didn't didn't see that, but... (laughs) Yeah. I'll go with Shrek I guess <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> by default too. Uh, video games of May of 2001 Mario Party 3 for Nintendo mm. 64 is released uh, cra- Crazy Taxi for PS2 uh, Giga Wing uh, 2 for Dreamcast hmm. <laughs> uh, just saying Dreamcast kind of makes me laugh um, Cool Borders for PS2 Crazy Taxi 2 for Dreamcast <sighs> Uh Bejeweled Wait a for,
2: was did you already say
1: Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi 1 for PS2, Crazy oh, Taxi 2 oh, for Dreamcast. Oh. <laughs> uh Bejeweled for the PC, which I like, wow, I like Bejeweled. Yeah. now everyone <laughs> knows Bejeweled. Well there's like five million variations on it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um Spider-Man 2, the Sinister 6 for Game Boy Color
3: hmm. uh,
1: comes out. Um and then in some video game news, Sega announced that it would no longer develop home consoles... Uh, to focus on game development, um, the Dreamcast would be discontinued that month, um, but games including Sonic the Hedgehog continued to be released.
2: Yeah, Sega always one step
1: too far ahead, or multiple <laughs> steps too far ahead. Yeah, yeah, seems that way. And then Sega, also, uh, there was a lawsuit, so Sega versus Kmart, uh, where Sega sues Kmart over an unpaid debt of $2 million. <laughs> uh I-
3: i can't even imagine that happening
1: like why yeah (laughs) um so that's a little bit about may of 2001 do you want to talk Mm. about gem of a mom yeah let's jump right into it
2: okay um we talked a little bit about the uh theme song i think before but it it is
1: good it was one of my fergusons actually oh um Oh, no, you don't like the narration. That's right. That yeah. and Shelby Woo. Um, and Alex Max sometimes had her talking too most of the actually I think all the time. Yeah. But I just didn't like Yeah, you don't need the other I problem, think this is
2: definitely the best of those three.
1: But she's talking over it. Uh but the music is okay. <laughs> like it's And I'm the not, other problem with this one is it's nearly a minute. Yeah, and it's a little long. But mm-hmm. They might not have I
2: I don't know this for sure, but they might have cut it down in later episodes. Oh. Uh, that would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those shows they got to remind you every episode by season like, three. What is that?
1: I go out on a lemon. I can figure it. Yeah. Out. Um, well,
2: we find the wild thornberries in a remote location as usual. Yeah. Uh, did you note that location?
1: Beyond Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. <laughs> Like, that was crazy, but (laughs) yes. Pakistan, uh, but more specifically, I think it was the Karakoram Range? Yeah, I don't know how you say it, but... I think it's Karakoram. So Marion is grappling down the side of the
2: mountain, filming yellow-billed chuffs. Um, And the family is watching on as she almost slips her harness and presumably gets hurt. (laughs) Uh, but she manages to catch herself. So this little moment, I'm not sure what the... I guess i guess it comes back later, now yeah. that I think of it, but it, it did feel <laughs> great. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, Marianne, when she gets down, she mentions that it's Mother's Day, mm. and we find out that Eliza and Debbie forgot. Yeah. You know, and this kind of, I kind of liked this moment, uh, Debbie's, like, face when she discovers this yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't even remember what it looks like exactly, but it, it was kind of good. Yeah. Humorous.
0: What are we going to do? We can't just give mom a card for Mother's Day. Ugh, oh, why didn't you tell me this holiday was coming up? Me? Don't you ever look at a calendar? Hey, half the time, I don't know what country we're in, let alone what day it is. Um...
2: We also find out, though, that Nigel and Marianne both waited until the last second to send gifts to their own mothers. Yeah. Which I thought was <laughs> kind of funny. So they got to go into town, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so Nigel, uh, well, yeah, they enter town and Nigel waits in line at the post office um, as Eliza and Debbie head to the market to look for gifts.
1: Yeah. And and Marianne kind of knows what they're up to. It, it yeah. seems like she implies that she knows they're looking yeah. for gifts. Yeah. Um, the
2: girls fight over what to get and eliza challenges debbie to see who can find a better gift mm.
0: we have to find something great for mom something she'll really like and not a mother daughter membership to the desperdine fan club like you got her last year hey i was just trying to broaden mom's musical horizons what about your gift who wants a box of dust for mother's day that wasn't dust it was a collection of starfruit leaves before it turned to dust i mean Ugh, whatever. You have no idea what Mom wants for Mother's Day. And you do. I've known Mom way longer than you. Right. Older, but definitely not wiser. I can come up with a much better gift than you. Excuse me. Are you challenging me to shop? Yep. Challenge accepted. Have fun collecting twigs.
2: Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Debbie finds some fabric. I wasn't sure what this was at first, but uh, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind. Of, it's just weird looking. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like an exotic fabric. Yeah. Uh, and Eliza buys paint supplies to paint her mother a lovely picture. I like it. Yeah. It's a good. Uh, that did they, make me think though, like oh, the classic, like making your uh, gift. Oh you know, yeah. As a
1: kid. I mean, pretty much ages whenever you become aware of mother's day to like high school yeah. like, till you have a job can i craft okay. this thing <laughs> or can i give you know the classic certificate of like i'll do chores for a week or... yeah oh yeah yeah um before they buy that they they do they both kind of spot some jewels right but they're too yeah. expensive so they they pass but a momentary uh it's on their mind yeah yeah, yeah. i did kind of like actually
2: in that since you mentioned it uh that debbie seemed to be following eliza and like tried to jump on her idea at the last second yeah that's kind of funny um so marianne is planning a bike trip for the family but when the girls get back they're too busy making her gifts
0: yeah oh nigel this was a perfect idea thank you dearest but didn't you think of it yes that's what i meant sometimes i sure know how to come up with them Girls, there you are. I've got a surprise for you. Well, I thought it would be fun for us all to go for a bike ride together through the Hunza Valley. Sorry, Mom. I got to take a rain check on that bike track. Yeah, sorry, Mom. Yep, I sure know how to come
2: up with them. In a classic uh, kind of mix-up situation, um, Nigel takes over driving duties for Mother's <laughs> Day and drives the family Comvi. Mm-hmm. into a rock slide and ruins the girl's gifts in the process. Ah, ah, ah! In observance of Mother's Day, you are hereby prohibited from driving duties. Think of me as your chauffeur.
0: <gasps> what does this thing about bob do exactly? <coughs> <Oops. laughs> Distress mode. Nigel, I don't mind driving, really. Nonsense. No one likes to drive on Mother's Day. (laughs) Except, of course, fathers. (laughs) Now, buckle up and enjoy the view.
2: With their vehicle stuck, Nigel decides to make a picnic lunch as the girls search for new gifts. Eliza runs
1: into a marmot Who she can talk to You know yeah. That's her thing uh, <laughs> She can talk to animals <laughs> yeah. I, f- I actually did forget that For a second I'm like wait What huh, huh? Oh yeah yeah, yeah. She's talking to Darwin yeah. Yeah, yeah And Debbie asks The other people Stuck in
2: traffic For gift ideas And both of them Get directed To a nearby waterfall Where they can find
1: Gemstones Yeah
2: Precious gemstones
1: <laughs> When they point To the mountain Where the waterfall is It looks impossible to access. Yes. yes. <laughs> that moment I was like this looks like at that age I think this is
2: is this a two not hour episode. I do. Or, yeah. 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 Um so the girls ditch Marianne again to ser- go searching for the gemstones. Uh, Eliza runs into a mountain yak <laughs> on her way <laughs> who tells her just like some stories that are I thought this was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was. It was probably the funniest scene in the episode. Uh, uh, let's let's hear a clip here.
0: Crazy He'll know something. Excuse me. I'm kind of lost. Hi, nice day, isn't it? I was just enjoying the afternoon sun. Some people don't like the heat, but I do. Where are headed? We're looking for the waterfall. Do you think you could tell us if... Oh, the waterfall, huh? I just love the sound it makes as it splashes down. And those rocks in the water shore are pretty. So, we're going in the right direction? Sure! A Funny story, one time I was at the waterfall and this wild god was splashing, and his god friend says to him, Hey, you're getting my furrow, wet." So I say to the god... We're kind of in a hurry. Are we almost there? Yeah, but you can get there quicker if you go off the road around the next bend, across that big bridge, and you're there. Hey, hey let me tell you about the time that this lynx tried to chase a yak across the bridge. Thanks, gotta run! Hmm... Sometimes I think it would be better if animals couldn't talk. Yeah,
1: so just can't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he
2: does direct her to the waterfall. A mm-hmm. um, little shortcut. Yeah, and we see Debbie kind of like following behind, uh, <laughs> pretty far behind. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Nigel gives Marianne his gift. Uh, uh, did you, not, did you uh, catch the
1: title of this? Uh, not the official. I mean, it's a book of firsts. The uh, Thornberry's Book of Firsts kind of close a thornberry's family album of firsts Uh, okay (laughs) which is cute yeah very nice full of uh, family moments yeah i mean i really again i'm not super familiar with thornberry's but i really like nigel he's yeah he is great uh, tim curry does a great job he has
2: uh earlier in the episode i can't remember the exact moment but he has a
1: really weird laugh oh at one point his i mean they're always weird yes, but there's <laughs> one that's particularly good like, it's kind of like a dry heave like whenever he's done it's like this like painful breath in yeah yeah <laughs> i like it though
2: um so eliza goes speeding down a uh, slope yeah. trying to, on the on her way to the mountain and crashes her bike uh, but she does trade her knowledge of a shortcut to debbie for, for a ride on her bike
1: up yeah, the mountain yeah De- debbie's considering for a second ditching her yeah but yeah. she knows the shortcut so <laughs> as they cross a rickety rope
2: bridge eliza falls through and oh, debbie boy. saves her debbie
0: no! me later. Let's just get off of this thing. But the call is that way. Hey, I didn't come this far to go back without a Mother's Day gift. Come on, Dar. we're going on. On Darwin's day, there will be no crossing of bridges.
1: Yeah, I don't know about the sequence. You- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's I don't know, the tone of it is just like really out of whack with the rest of the episode. <laughs> it is kind of and it never like they kind of,
2: like, have, like, a moment where they yeah. feel good about each other and yeah. their relationship, and it never kind of comes back. It just... No.
1: <laughs> and Darwin is, like, so Eliza is hanging by one hand off this bridge, and Darwin's, like, clinging because he's scared. Yeah. And I just, like didn't work didn't you know work what? for me didn't i work. was really wondering about it because it did feel really weird
2: and the second i saw the uh fade out to commercial I was yeah. like oh this must be you know like go to commercial on a dramatic almost a literal cliffhanger yeah yes. <laughs> um so meanwhile back at the convi uh following her intuition marianne takes off
1: to search for her daughter because mm-hmm. they're they are uh even after that right there's a rock slide yes so they are in some danger yes yeah. somehow she r- <laughs> detects it with her motherly ways yeah. Yeah.
0: that was also the first time mom told me about mother's intuition i never really believed in it but now i'm beginning to think there's something to it the girls have been gone a long time and something doesn't feel right i'm gonna go look for them you stay here in case they come back excellent plan donnie and i will man the fort
2: um the girls do come across the gemstones right. but they're even higher up than right. they <laughs> anticipated um and when they go to rip them out of the mountain they cause another rock slide which ends up destroying the rope bridge yeah. and the only way back <sighs> <Boy. laughs> Scary. Uh, luckily, Marianne shows up and she uses her rock climbing skills that we learned about from earlier in the episode yep. to bridge the gap with a rope so that they can all climb to safety oh, in a, uh, yeah. I don't know what you call that position, but <laughs> yeah, feet like locked above the rope. Yeah, and, you're kind of dangling. Yeah, um, But I, that's what, I think that's, I suspect that that Marianne scene at the beginning was added later on, like as a set up like she knows how to rock climb so Mm -hmm.
1: and they're uh eliza and debbie are super impressed with the mom like
2: yeah wow she's (laughs) she really is great it's like wow and i kind of got the feeling that it was like she's so much better than us like how we've been acting you know (laughs) whatever
0: check out mom in action well she can do anything let's go you first eliza yeah, you first. come get me when they fix the bridge. There's no time, Debbie. You're next. huh? I know you can do it, honey. Uh, uh. Uh, uh. Oh no. Debbie the jewels. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Um,
2: so Eliza and Debbie finally back at the conve make a Mother's
1: Day dinner as their gift
2: since mm-hmm. they oh they lost their gems. Um, when they were yeah that
1: was another moment I didn't like <laughs> I mean it was like a real th- I mean the whole episode was them pursuing these gems yeah. and they're climbing across the rope and like just real quick they fall out of Eliza's yeah. pocket and it's just like oh whatever yeah. well I
2: mean <laughs> if they fell they might die so you would give up the gems so I mean well, you no, no, be no. Too not not that I expected
1: it. them to chase them it's more of just like from the writing aspect of like why why'd why they have to do that <laughs>
4: Yeah. To
1: drive home the point further that that's not the point of Mother's Day. I guess. But even
2: that, that wasn't like, didn't like feel like uh, the point really. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, (laughs) anyway, back at uh, dinner, they end up fighting again over a plate of peanut butter cookies. Mm. And we discover the audience that Darwin has stolen them and is eating them. On his own.
0: That's mine. You had yours. I did not. Did so. Did not. Now let's not quarrel on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, that's all right. After all, I did say I wanted to spend the day with my girls. That was the last cookie. I only had one. Then who ate the other four? Huh? Must have been the monkey. Oh, sure. <laughs> Blame Darwin for everything. It's much easier and all
3: the older
2: today. A real thumbs down ending. (laughs) I thought it was alright, except that it was confusing. Like, I had to... I don't know if they mentioned that they were peanut butter cookies. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I didn't know what they were at first. Like, I was like, they're fighting over this food. Darwin took it, okay. But, then when I put it together, I realized Darwin had talked about peanut butter cookies earlier in the episode. Yeah. So, that must be what they are.
1: Yeah. Darwin's role in the episode's a little underwhelming he talks a couple times about darwin's day yeah it's mother's day when does darwin get a day yeah i thought that was kind of funny actually (laughs) um and then who else we didn't talk about donnie yeah Yeah. who he was barely in it kind of yeah he caused a little mayhem at the market knocked over a bushel of apricots yes or was it yeah yeah it was apricots um but yeah he's pretty minor role
2: yeah Mm -hmm. um i guess
4: that's
1: usually his role maybe but i don't know it yeah, just kind, kind of, of find like, out more but. <laughs> people, wild Thornberry fans out there are just sitting there like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> they know nothing. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I guess that does kind of, that wraps it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I,
2: I don't know how to feel about, I mean, the,
1: I, the middle, I thought the middle dragged. Uh, so like pretty much from the time, like they get the gifts to the time they go to get like to the bridge it just felt like a little slow Hmm. kept cutting back to the um to the parents they're kind of having a picnic yeah um it just felt stuck in traffic it was the it it felt like it didn't have a ton to do yeah
2: i guess i felt okay about the pace but it seemed like every thing that happened was kind of like a we don't know what we need (laughs) to happen here so let's just make something up like yeah that slightly makes sense but none of it really kind of wrapped up or anything. Just yeah. all the threads kind
1: of just petered out. And, and a little... Uh, for a Mother's Day episode, I didn't get, like, a real... I mean, they're looking for a gift. We've talked about this before, this idea of, like, a holiday episode yeah, where it's about gift. the gift. Yeah. And
2: yeah.
1: that doesn't always give me the warmest feeling, like, as, as a holiday episode.
2: It's a very easy... Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you were writing the episode and... You sat down like, okay, it's a holiday. What
1: do we do? Yeah. You know, gift is like the number
2: one (laughs) first idea that (laughs) comes to you. I got it.
1: Um, Yeah. But, okay. So, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the information here? Yeah. All right. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations.
2: Um, Well, I took a look at, of course, Marianne Thornberry's voice, Jody Carlisle. Yeah. who has done tons of stuff I mean maybe not as much as some of the other people that we've talked about but a lot of voices mostly in like small roles and things um, including Ah uh, Real Monsters mm. she was a one of the human characters uh. um, Chalk Zone which is another Nickelodeon thing but it was kind of after our time I think um, Darkwing Duck oh, cool. and Duckman hey
1: uh, like a major part of Duckman? no just uh, like a bit part kind of
2: interesting I'll have more on
1: a few of those shows in a second.
2: Oh, good. <laughs> um, the other person that I took took a look at uh, when I saw him on the list uh, on IMDb, I had to know more, was
1: the voice of the yak. Oh, yeah, good choice. <laughs> a really interesting. We played, played the clip, but it kind of a interesting choice of voice. Yeah. I was trying to kind of determine like what was happening. I liked it, and
2: yeah. I... Uh, kind of try to pick some of these ones that i think this voice may never come back again <laughs> yeah um and i was correct this time the person's name is mohib jivan wow um and he was in only he has only three credits total okay this is I one like of it. them love those <laughs> <laughs> uh another one is something called together like t-w-o Together. classic uh Wait, and,
1: together was that? A, was in not
2: that the MTV? Nah, uh, oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, and strangely, Christine, the Stephen King movie, the 1983, I think it was, or 82, um, and he played an uncredited auto shop clerk. Huh, <laughs> a
1: very strange guy. Wow, boy, and very different. It, and how does things. he end up just? <laughs> Wild Thornberry's Bully. yak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he must have just known someone on the, you know, yeah, I would the think. production. Yeah. Either
2: that or this was his one voice role. Like he was just trying it out, the voice roles, and didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, he should have kept mm-hmm. at it. I thought he was good. Um, the director of this episode is a guy named Ron Noble, uh, and he directed altogether seven episodes of The Wild Thornberries. Mm. Uh, directed two episodes of Rocket Power. 10 episodes of As Told by Ginger, uh, 4 episodes of The Rugrats, 11 episodes of All Grown Up, um, and he also worked in the art department on pretty much all of those shows, so he both directed and did a lot of art mm-hmm. treatments. Wow. But he seemed kind of like a late mid-to-late 90s Nick cartoon yeah. guy. Is he still doing things today? Or uh, he, Yeah, he had credits, but not of stuff I was yeah. really familiar with. Um, and then the other person I looked at was actually the voice director, mm. um, cause I did think that, um, so a voice director, they're kind of, they help cast the voice actors and then they will work with the voice actors. And I thought, I think, uh, actually this show has some really good voice acting. Yeah. Um, so it's a guy named, you may know him, uh, his name's Charlie Adler. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's he's... He... Ickis' voice? He is Ickis on oh. Areal Real Monsters. Uh, he is also Ed and Bev Bighead oh. <laughs> on Rocco's Modern Life. Um, yeah, so he's been around a long time and his credit list is crazy. Yeah. Like, um, But I'll just name some of the stuff. So yeah, he's uh, the Bigheads on Rocco, Ickis on Areal Real Monsters. Um, he is both the voice of Cow and Chicken on Cow and Chicken. Uh, he did the voice of Paddington Bear on the old cartoon series, not the new movies. Uh, He did the voice of Felix the Cat on the cartoon Mm. series. Uh, Mad Dog on Tailspin. (laughs) Uh, He was Buster Bunny on Tiny Toons. Um, He was Steamer from a show we liked uh, called Crow. Oh, yeah. Uh, And Steamer was one of the wooly mammoths. Uh, He also, and then not like big roles, but he's done voices on Duckman, um, Captain Planet, Beavis and Butthead, uh, a ton of G.I. Joe. So he's kind of got his hands all over. It's interesting because he's credited on Wild Thornberries as doing just like additional voices, yeah. like here and there. Um, but he doesn't actually on IMDb have the credit as a voice director. But if you watch the credits, that's yeah. who they say is the voice director. So uh, pretty, pretty cool. Big shot around Nickelodeon. And of course, his newest credit will be the new Rocco movie. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so he's back. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, yeah, I think I've seen him, like, do some voices, like, a YouTube video or something on him, like, with him in real life doing the voices. Yeah. Uh, very weird, you know, watching this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Seems like an interesting dude. Uh, any trivia? Uh, yeah. A couple. Okay. The yellow-billed chuffs <laughs> do,
2: in fact, have acrobatic flight. Oh, Which, yeah. uh, earlier in the episode, right Nigel start. mentions they're acrobatic. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. It was like one of the first lines in Wikipedia. It's like, wow. (laughs) Um, And the Comv, do you know what that's short for?
1: Uh, no. I guess I didn't think about it. (laughs) The Communications Vehicle. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they use that maybe in like Jurassic Park or something. I feel like I've heard it before. It is kind of a Jurassic Park-y looking vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Um the so i couldn't really find a ton of trivia on wild this episode of wild thornberries um as i mentioned it is the first nicktoon where they decided to go full length episodes mm. um and that huh. they'll continue on with it. i mean like for every episode yeah. yeah um but uh i did look up some stuff about where they were in pakistan mm. so the uh karakoram range uh this borders india pakistan and china uh, and it is the second highest mountain range in the world after the Himalayas. So some of the peaks uh, in this area reach over 28,000 feet. Mm. Um, so these girls are really... are <laughs> <they're, Yeah>, seriously. <laughs> they're up there with the Sherpas and Eric Weinheimer of Colorado. Uh, they're doing their thing. Uh, and the range in total is 311 miles in length. So we're talking a uh-huh. uh, really large area of Pakistan here. Um, and it is the most heavily glaciated part of the world outside of the polar regions. Hmm. Um, kind so, of interesting. Yeah. Let me ask you this:
2: Are there gemstones all around the mountain that you can
1: just go? Um. You know, there's one waterfall I've heard <laughs> littered with these gemstones. <laughs> if you can find it, um, you just look for a yak. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm I actually I'm not sure. I, I would think. I would think probably, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't think Wild Thornberry seems like a show that just took these yeah, liberties. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they actually do. I I I think that is some like I've seen you know in my life probably four episodes, <laughs> but it always seemed like they really actually tried wherever the location was. Yeah, location, they, the animals—they're usually pretty accurate. Yeah, I, think. I like that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Uh, what about stray observations? Well, um, I got a few that you may
2: have noticed, I don't know. Okay. Did you catch how many packages Nigel was carrying
1: to deliver to his mom? Ooh, that's a good one. No, I didn't. I don't think. Three? (laughs) I guess three. Six packages. Ooh, wow. Just really, (laughs) really laying it on thick.
2: (laughs) Um, Did you know what, I mean, you you probably remember what uh, Marianne was giving her mom.
1: I don't think I do. It's just a card. Oh, just a card. Just yeah, a card. and that's right. He kind of <laughs> mocks her. He made a big her. deal out of it. Yeah. He mocks her for thinking that's all she'd want. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, did you notice how many people were waiting in line at the post office?
1: Oh, that's a good one. No, it's a long line, but <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I did not count.
2: Twelve people out the
1: door. Oh boy, it looked a lot longer. Yeah. yeah. Did you note what Debbie got mom last year? Debbie got. Yes, I did. <laughs> Debbie got mom a. Des Brodeen f- fan club membership Yeah, M- a mother daughter membership Yeah, who's a musician I think a fictitious musician on the show I think so yeah, yeah. he okay. seems to come up more than once yeah um what about Eliza um she got her some kind of dust of a plant <laughs> <laughs>
2: some... it, was, it was a collection of star fruit leaves that turned to t- dust oh uh, okay, okay dried up i guess i'd rather have that Desbro Dean uh, <laughs> i don't know fan membership <laughs> but then you gotta go yeah um what about the album
1: milestones i bet you noted those i did note those so some of the firsts include debbie's first tooth eliza uh, wait yeah, yeah, yeah debbie's first tooth eliza's first steps yeah. donnie's first comb uh, the day they took the training wheels off Eliza's bike, yeah. which then a hard cut to the her bike wiping out. Uh, Eliza's first um, boo boo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Debbie's first taste of kippers. Kippers. Oh, was that it? Okay. And then uh, Marianne's first Mother Day. Mother's Day and. Sophie's first grandmother's. Day. Yeah.
2: What about, uh, did you note the things that will happen on
1: Darwin's Day, assuming there is a Darwin's Day someday? Uh, the only thing I really caught was that he said no crossing rope bridges. Yeah, that's ago. one of them.
2: Yeah, uh, no crossing bridges. Oh. Uh, also, this one was kind of just hinted at, but peanut butter cookies. Oh, yeah. okay. No worrying about uh, better gifts. Oh. As long as there are a lot of them.
1: I like that rule, yeah. but boy, I can't believe this peanut butter cookie joke really like I can't believe they thought they could end on that. Yeah, that slipped right by me. It was
2: just so like it was barely a thing. Yeah,
1: you know? mm-hmm. they they just should have made a much something bigger with deal the apricots or something. I don't. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, when they go into town, there's three signs. Uh, one's in Pakistani, but the other yeah, two have I... English sub, like, oh, I, titles. I, I um, didn't notice them. Uh, two of the signs, of, of the three signs, two of the signs, one says post office, and the other oh. is pointing the other way to India.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered
2: about that. Uh the pakistani sign like i i looked to see if i could figure out if somebody had translated it but i didn't see any
1: mention of it anymore yeah uh yeah i didn't see it either um did you catch the cost of um when they're at the market they're interested in those rubies those gem accessories the rings and necklaces
2: I i gotta guess okay
1: 6 thousand rubles or ruby rupees uh not quite uh, thirteen thousand now rubies uh, Rupees. Yeah, yeah yeah and they said that would be about 300 US dollars that's pretty expensive. Uh, did you happen to note what color the each girl's bike was? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Eliza's was blue. Good, yeah, like a bluish purple. And Debbie's, I'm going to say, was green. No, yeah. Debbie's uh. was yellow, and then uh, Mary Ann's was green. Yeah. Uh, what is Eliza's painting of when she's doing a painting? Oh, an for, elephant. Yeah, an <laughs> elephant, yeah good uh there's several posters in the rv particularly in debbie's section of the rv mm. uh, did you ca- catch what any of the yeah, posters no. said uh one says boys at play Ex- exclamation point one says king grunge uh then i, I love this tie there's a des Dean poster uh. uh there's i think it's i think the name of the artist is johnny biped something <laughs> like that uh. uh and then there's uh in eliza's part of the uh R.V. There's an Arctic poster, like a more yeah, of a nature. Yeah. Her poster's are all nature oriented, penguins. And Classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally, when they get to the jewels on the waterfall, did you note know which colors each girl wanted? Ooh, Eliza definitely got red. Do you know why? Um, I don't remember now. It's uh, Marianne's favorite color. Yeah. Uh, and Debbie green do you know why no because <laughs> it would go with her mom's eyes uh, yeah okay yeah so that's my kind of a nothing to fight over really <laughs> yeah yeah. But, yeah uh so let's do ratings yeah uh on imdb this episode has a 6.6 out of 10 hmm. pretty low okay.
2: well i mean that
1: feels about close to right yeah yeah uh, a ten out of ten on TV.com. No, <laughs> now there's only like one rating. There's seven ratings, but wow, ten that... out of ten. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. Okay. Um, so, out of five creep stars, Boy. would you give this thing? Uh,
2: this was kind of tough for me. I finally landed on three creep stars. Okay. Um, I almost gave it two and a half, but it kept my attention the whole time. I liked the animation more than I remember, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like. There's good things about it. Darwin was good. Uh, The, it was generally, it worked. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't amazing, but I give it a little extra credit
1: for just being like a competent (laughs)
2: episode. Okay.
1: So three. All right. I'm going Mm, Uh, 2.5. Just right down the middle. Uh, Didn't lose my attention. Didn't feel a strong urge to watch it again. Uh, The second time I watched it, I really, like I said, I felt like kind of in the middle. It started Mm. like slowing a little to it. And then when I realized, I'm like, oh, man, they're not even riding to the (laughs) waterfall yet. Like, darn. Uh, So I really like the voice acting. I think it's really good in the show. I agree. Actually, I think the animation is pretty good. I love the settings they use. I think it's a cool aspect. Um, It just as I said, for a Mother's Day episode, it didn't really make me feel yeah. like mo- like the Rugrats episode made me actually feel something kind of about that yeah. holiday. So I was very surprised
2: by that Rugrats episode, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's like above and beyond.
1: Yeah. the typical like holiday even. It's not fair to hold it up against it, but you know, yeah. it just happens. We just watched yeah. it. So. Yeah, <laughs> It's it did feel like basically
2: the most basic thing they could have done for mothers just for all the the uh, components of it
1: yeah i agree all right uh and then finally let's do um let's let's uh tell each other what our alternative names oh, yeah, are yeah. this was a hard one to name this was
2: uh but it came came to me pretty quickly oh boy it's dumb but uh, treasure
1: of the sierra mom dre Um. (laughs) (laughs) oh all right a little plan salute your shorts i like it (laughs) nickelodeon crossover treasure of the sierra mom dre (laughs) i think that might win uh Mine's kind of a stupid play on words. It's very stupid. Uh, I went with Between a Rock and a Mom's Day. (laughs) That was good, too. Um, But Gem of a Mom, when I was thinking it over, I'm like, that's a really good name. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Well, that means one more thing to do. Uh, and we're going to give our friend Chris a call and see what he thought about the episode. <laughs> see if he uh, got through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that means it's time for an all-new segment of Call That. Hello. Hey. Hello, Chris. Welcome.
5: Hey. How's it going?
1: Pretty good. It's good to hear you <laughs> how, how, how have you been
5: oh thanks for asking uh i've been uh better but uh you know it's a it's a ton of transition from walking outside which is which which is an okay thing
1: yeah well, yeah good transition
5: yeah, you know, we can we can talk about it some other time.
1: <laughs> well, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Not that uh, you know, I know uh, you, I know you have one, so. Yeah, and
5: I'm you know an aspiring mother.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Well, you, you're the leader of children, so in some ways, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um,
5: oh, thanks. I just quit my
1: job yesterday, so. Oh. Well, no so longer leading children. Oh man. All right. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk about Gem of (laughs) a (laughs) Mob. Okay, I guess. Um, you watched it, what did you think?
5: Um, well, um, I guess this is what happens when I suggest that you guys should review more, like, not good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It ends up being not good?
5: (laughs) Yeah, it ends up being, like, uh, I think my first impression was I just kept checking the time to see how much was left. <laughs> I did that a lot. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Wild Thornberries uh, is a show that goes full length.
5: Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think part of it is just that I'm used to watching this sort of episodes with the cartoons. Um, but, okay. So, I've quite a few thoughts. Uh, I think one thing is that the premise of the show is actually pretty great. I think that the idea of like a family who's you know constantly on the move from different places around the world and uh, you know exploring not only like different cultures but different ways that nature works in all these places is a great concept
3: yeah, um, yeah.
5: i think that the the execution is Surprisingly bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what I remember. I mean, I remember disliking this show, or just maybe being too old for it. But I think, I think it was both. I think I just also thought it wasn't good. Um, and this episode, I feel, is probably pretty representative. Um, one thing that I think that I think they're doing too much. I think that the premise, mm-hmm. as I say it, is like cool enough. Like you don't need. Don, Donnie is like absolutely unnecessary to the show, (laughs) fulfills no function, uh, same with the talking monkey, I get, I get the talking monkey, Darwin, a little bit more, um, but, uh, I don't think Donnie adds anything to the show, and I think I remember him not like he's not a character who who develops at any point. He's just kind of the the problem. with when you have like a feral child character, is that they kind of have to remain a feral child. Yeah. Um. So I thought that that was uh. I I just thought that like those things were unnecessary. Um. I. One thing I was thinking about in in thinking of his connection, I. To other shows I don't really like is um, the the family dynamic is very similar to that of uh, Family Guy, and I feel like hmm. in terms of just the structure of the family. And I feel like um, I'm gonna just make the claim that uh, Family Guy ripped off The Wild Thornberry. <laughs> Um That's my hot take. Wait, well, because you got so so. Hear me out. You got the you got the dumb dad. Who talks like an idiot. Um,
1: You're not a fan. Wait, yeah. hold, hold on. You're not a fan of Tim Curry's performance? I th- I thought it was pretty good.
5: Oh, I didn't even realize that's Tim Curry. You but you didn't like
1: oh, Tim, you, you didn't like it. Tim
5: Curry, what are you doing? No, I I actually that's if I could pick my least favorite part of the show, it is definitely Nigel Thornberry and his uh, voice,
3: oh, particularly
5: his. His, the sounds he makes when he's not saying words. Like, like, his laughs, his, like, mumbles, like, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Interesting. Um, like,
1: th- it, those noises made me really uncomfortable, but at the same time, they kind of, like, they, like, had me in a trance. Like, I, I kind of wanted to keep hearing what noises he would make.
5: Wow. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the intended effect because, like, th- it made me irritable. <laughs> throughout the show, every time, like, the, yeah, the noises in particular, every time he laughed uh, or made, you know, mumbly, weird noises, it made me, like, just more annoyed than I'm watching the show right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so, we, so we've got the dumb father who talks like an idiot. we got got the, the cool mom who obviously... Deserves better from, from
1: a family. Well, she's living a pretty cool life. She
5: is, but she's just obviously the only character that is like a worthwhile human. Oh, but, the,
1: are you saying this Boy. in comparison to like Lois from Family Guy? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah.
5: Yeah, this is, yeah, to kind of compare. It. Okay, then you got two lame kids. <laughs>
1: uh,
5: you, have a, you have a talking pet. Yeah. And then you have a crazy baby. Like, that's yeah. that's pretty much the exact structure of Family Guy and whatever that other dumb show. American Dad. And, Andrew, do you like American Dad? I feel like you like all cartoons.
2: Uh, not really. I find it more tolerable than Family Guy a little bit.
5: Man, I, I mean, I've only, I haven't seen it in years, but I just remember really not liking it.
2: I really hate um, how all those shows look. They just all look the
1: same, so you're always in that same world totally yeah Yeah. did you like did you like the way wild thornberries looked we were talking about the animation a little bit
5: um i i honestly don't feel like i i am a great judge of that Mm -hmm. um i think it didn't nothing really stuck out to me i didn't it didn't bother
3: me like i didn't
5: think it was bad um i think maybe i would have liked it to be a little more like pop a little more because they're in such exotic mm. since like just part of the a big part of the um, idea of the show is to like have all these exotic settings. like the settings didn't look impressive. It wasn't like,' oh, I wish I was there.
1: yeah um, yeah, it almost it like kind of starts you down that path, but they don't really commit to like making it beautiful. <laughs>
5: right yeah it didn't it didn't feel beautiful despite the fact that I felt like they were probably in a very beautiful place, like some uh mountain in Pakistan where there's like a waterfall <laughs> with gems yeah. encrusted in the rocks like that it's hard to think of something that's more beautiful than that um the The plot itself it was just so uninteresting to me, like you knew <laughs> from the jump you knew from the first mention of Mother's Day that oh this is going to be like a conflict where the kids are going to try really hard and compete against themselves and at some point they're going to, I should have finished finish the episode so I'm not sure how that, so I couldn't deal with it but <laughs> uh, I'm assuming um, what happens, so I I meant to finish it actually but I I'm at work and one of my coworkers came in and started talking to me, so I had to pause it,
3: and then we are still
5: in that conversation. So <laughs> like, you're you watching cartoons? Um, <laughs> are you
1: watching wild thornberries
5: Yeah, so I had to hit, like, a quick pause, like, dim the screen, kind of uh, <laughs> move, because uh, I didn't have headphones in or anything. I was the only person in the office until she came in, and then, yeah, so I had to play it super cool. Like, I'm, I'm an adult. I don't know I don't. Know. whatever you think you saw you didn't see no.
3: um,
5: but so I, I left off at the part where the mom is like rescuing them yeah there's not uh, much more so I assume it's going to end where they think that they I'm guessing they didn't have the gems after all that uh, <laughs> yeah they dropped correct. the gems and they, and they feel like they don't have anything to give the mom and that they re- go back to the trailer and they realize that actually this like weird print off from the painting or from the, the shirt or whatever the dress or whatever that uh, Darlene or,
1: Debbie. or whatever her name is,
5: <laughs> Debbie uh, had like printed off perfectly onto Eliza's painting,
1: which was, oh, wow. that's that, a much yes, better that, ending. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh really? That's how it happened.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying what you just came up with is maybe 10 times better than the actual mm-hmm. ending. Um in the actual
5: oh, I was sure that that's what was going to happen cuz there was that scene earlier on when they <laughs> when they were both working on something and yeah. it got smashed together and like yeah. you saw a shot of the painting and it actually looked really sweet. It was like uh like the animal was imprinted onto like the natural scene that she was that Eliza was painting. Uh, Is yeah. that what
1: happened? That's <laughs> not what happened at all. Not like there's we didn't even talk about this, but a real problem with the episode is, like, there is not even really a moral learned. They just get back to camp, and, like, they eat food, and then it ends on a joke of Darwin stealing their cookies. Yeah. Like, there, there isn't even, like, a big lesson of, like, oh, this whole time we really should have been... Like, a good Mother's Day would have been just staying with you. Like, that doesn't happen at all. It's just, like, ends on a weird oh. cookie joke. And just none of the story elements come together at all at the end. It's just...
5: Oh, man. I mean, that was... As I was watching it, I'm like, wow, there are all these opportunities to like link these <laughs> storylines, and you're not even making yeah. an attempt to do it. Yeah. Um, but I was sure that. Then I felt like, you know, like, oh, well, this is how it's going to end. I mean, I even wrote down. I think it was at. I don't know if it's a nine or a seven. Seven twenty-four, nine twenty-four. Know how it ends is one of the notes I wrote down because I was sure that that's how they're going to bring it together in the end. So, they just, so there's no moral. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, if, if you had to give it a Krebstar.
5: star, uh, um, what was this? So, well, I was gonna say two and a half. Um, trying to be trying to be open minded, but that was when I assumed a better ending than it had. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. Okay. It feels, like, it feels like a generous, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, no, I but, think... I think...
5: definitely better than cat Dog. So <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. Agreed. Yeah, I think, like you said, just the premise alone kind of um, works a lot. It works a, in its favor a pretty good deal.
3: Yeah, for
5: sure. I mean, well, I, I get caught, though, because, like, the premise alone is really good, but I want to kick points off for, like, kicking what... Is an awesome premise in, like, not doing anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, we were saying, like, it really, in the end, like, doesn't even feel like a Mother's Day episode. Like, it doesn't... um, Deliver that. It doesn't deliver any type of holiday feel.
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, and that's kind of... That's actually a pretty... I mean, if you want to take any lessons from this, it's kind of depressing. It's like, well... If you're a mom, you're just gonna have to save your kids all the time. <laughs> Even on Mother's Day, they're gonna screw it up. Screw yeah. up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. In a in a drastic change of conversation, did didn't you want to say something? Ask him about something about carpet or? <laughs> uh, Justin wrote in and loved your oh, okay.
2: choice of carpet. Uh... Oh
3: good. <laughs> yeah. I
5: mean, the more I thought about it, I mean, I couldn't understand why you guys were laughing at it so much. I told a couple of my friends about it, and they're like, "Yeah, man." Be
1: <laughs> so you really had thought through carpet because our 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 thought was perhaps you just like quickly threw yeah. something out.
5: I no, I did, but that's how I do my best thinking. <laughs> I, yeah, that's
2: what I thought. Okay, well, you win that one.
5: <laughs> carpet. So Justin, Justin, who's, uh, who most of whose opinions I think are really good. Uh, so that's flattering.
1: Yeah, yeah, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. Uh, well, anything else uh, you want to get off your chest while, while we have you?
5: Yeah, I just want like, a public service announcement. Uh, I know that people might worry that Brett is a little heartless or <laughs> okay. how he rated that just beautiful Rugrats episode. It got me emotional just hearing you guys talking about it. <laughs> I just want to assure you guys that that Brett is like a very uh I think a very like balanced and and healthy person who has like a great (laughs) mom and and if it's okay I'd like to share my favorite memory of Brett's mom in honor of Mother's Day Yeah, Yeah, which is uh she's she's like a really great baker and so I grew up not not as close as I mean obviously it's clear on the show that Joey and Andrew you guys grew up very close to one another um but uh i grew up like not quite as close to brett like in distance but pretty pretty close close. um um and so we we, i mean we hung out a lot from an early age and two times a year i think it was like christmas and easter his mom would make these things called pig sticks where (laughs) it's like a a pretzel rod and she would make she these are like homemade concoctions, it was like a pretzel rod that she dipped in caramel and then rolled and then like covered in chocolate and then rolled in peanuts. Wow. And as a kid, like it was my absolute like favorite food treat. And she would give them to, uh, she would give my family some, uh, you know, on those holidays. And I would, my not only was I into them, my whole family was into them. We'd like fight over them and I would always have to try and hide them. Uh, in, like, weird places uh, so that no one ate them because I was just a selfish <laughs> child. Uh, so, yeah, it just had me thinking about
2: that. Oh.
5: So, happy Mother's Day to, to all the moms, including
2: uh, breast mom. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice.
5: Also, one other thing I was thinking of, I really liked, I, I realized I hadn't listened to the whole thing of the 90s moment I forgot like I had to do something because it was a super long episode so I was listening to the rest of it the other day and uh, Andrew's memory of like the, the corner the beverage store yeah. as you guys called it
3: Yeah,
5: uh, was super cool it definitely gave me the, this like uh, I think someone needs to do like uh, like uh, some sort of art piece of Big Orange Couch Andrew and Joey as Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> Outside of the beverage store, drinking yeah. Jones Soda. Yeah. That image popped into my mind.
1: People are just gonna have to keep guessing what we look like.
5: <laughs> oh man! Like who posted the one where, uh, where, uh, of you know, I, I don't even know who those. Um, are. I think
1: that was uh, yeah, our buddy Matt who was on uh, Angry Beavers.
5: Oh right, that I love that <laughs> um but actually the 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 grown-up chucky and grown-up doug is like that's pretty that's pretty good
1: yeah yeah not too far off right <laughs> did You make that? uh I, did
5: you make that or no no
1: i didn't make that uh those pictures are out there but yeah i would say grown-up chucky and grown-up doug are pretty close yeah
5: <laughs> yeah are you okay with that andrew yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I... <laughs>
2: accurate
5: yeah i think that maybe maybe you guys should just go with that
2: <laughs> well um it's been great talking to you we hope to hear from you again uh, both on and off the podcast okay all
3: right
2: see you all right
5: and have a great rest of your mornings and evenings and nights
3: correct thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right all right, all right. bye bye Well, that was chris Mm -hmm. great to hear from him (laughs) a lot of thoughts as always yeah yeah Yeah. i knew it on the carpet knew it uh (laughs) but that's okay
1: (laughs) well it sounds like he tested it a little bit yes yeah yeah um no yeah i mean i think he had a pretty fair analysis i i you know i think the voice acting is pretty good but i think overall pretty fair yeah totally uh
2: yeah i mean i feel like i was trying to be a little generous but but you know, two to three That's about the... Respectable <laughs> yeah. cool. um, While we're on the Mother's... Finishing up Mother's Day um, Are there any particular Mother's Day Memories that you have or... You know, a
1: lot of brunches uh, Yes that's, that's a big <laughs> one are They, you know, like the... I guess... The irony is that, like you know, most families, you know, if you have that kind of setting, like you just go do some like really generic brunch mm-hmm. that ends up blending in with every year, <laughs> so there's like no distinct memory. Right? Yeah, you know, um, I don't. Do you ever do anything unique for Mother's Day?
2: Uh, well, we usually ha- go to a pancake breakfast. Hmm. Um, And that's kind of just, uh, memorable in itself, I guess. No specific
1: ones, but it's like a weird thing that I don't do any other time. And uh. yeah, uh, yeah, I just could, I was thinking about that before I came like, oh, is there any really interesting gifts, but I can't even pinpoint that, Yeah. Um, mostly like
2: flowers and, uh, yeah maybe chocolates or something like that. I don't
1: know. Yeah. My mom's always good for a movie gift card. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was also thinking about, you know, this episode's kind of about, like, trying to do something nice with your mom, but then, like, making the wrong decision. Is there anything, like, you regret as far as, like... Mm. Um, like I was thinking on the way over one I, this memory always sticks with me my mom took me to a local uh, amusement park kind of a smaller park okay. in this area it's no longer around but um and I, I remember it was a very nice day just kind of taking me around mm. the park rides uh, and at one point I went what ride do you want to go on mom <laughs> and she thought about it for a second and told me and I don't remember off the top of my yeah. head what ride but um she said it and I didn't want to go on that ride. And I went, uh, I don't want to go on that ride. How about this one? And of course being a good mom, she's like, okay, yeah, let's go on that one. And I, that night and really like for the rest of my life, something, there's no way she remembers. I went like, why didn't I just go on the ride? She took me to the park. (laughs) very nice mom why 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 didn't i just go on the ride that (laughs) you wanted to go on (laughs) you really blew it super selfish um you know well
2: that was uh nice that was good though that somehow it stuck in your head boy it was probably it probably affected a lot of your decisions for for the rest of your life yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i think it was like probably like i think like that occurs in your childhood those like singular moments of guilt where you realize oh like yeah I did something yeah. for me and not for them. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: I can't think of anything specific, though. I don't doubt there's <laughs> plenty of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if anybody else out there has a real fun Mother's Day memory, feel free to share, yeah. email us, tell us your thoughts on Gem of a Mom, uh, or Wild thornberries. We're happy to hear them. But, uh, what are we doing next week now that it's not Mother's Day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week we're
2: going to have a very special caller. Mm-hmm the one and only dj
1: mikhail yeah. of are you afraid of the dark fame yep co-creator yeah. yeah uh so that'll be awesome yeah we'll pick his brain a little bit see maybe if he knows anything on the movie <laughs> uh yeah. see you know what his experiences were with the show and... yeah
2: oh you know what just uh, totally unrelated to anything but <laughs> i meant to bring it up earlier i just saw today that there's going to officially be a
1: bill and Ted three bill and Ted three. Yeah. Yes. It's a go. Yeah. And I'm very excited. It feels, (laughs) it feels, boy, this is way off topic from DJ McHale. We we are excited, but, um, it feels like something you can't screw up almost. Yeah. Like the characters are strong enough. I think the actors are perfect in the roles to screw it up. You'd, that would really be a shame because it seems
2: like there's, there's so much they could do with it. Like it's unlimited. Yeah. Uh, um, it's going to be called as of now, face the music, Bill and Ted face the music, which is <laughs>
1: beautiful. Perfect. That's a great, I think that's really a really is. great title. Really face the music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did they, any synopsis? Like, uh, yeah, Stallions? it's
2: going to be about like, they've been playing for a long time, but they haven't had like a big hit okay. and they're like trying to figure out how they can like figure out what that song is. Yeah.
1: So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I I think two tickets sold. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Um, It'd be great. So. (laughs) <laughs> next week, DJ uh, yes, McHale. <laughs> next week, DJ
2: McHale, which is Def- also yeah. super
1: exciting. Yeah, definitely um, check that one out. Cannot wait to talk to him. Yeah. Um, we'll also list our three favorite DJ McHale to- yeah. like, run episodes. So yes. episodes he wrote and directed. So he didn't direct a ton. I mean, he directed a chunk. Yeah, quite a few. Um, so we'll pick the ones that stood out to us as the best written and directed by him at the end. Kind of yeah. like we did with Venus. Like, I mean yeah. Um, in me the, down, the down, meantime, if you want to get a hold stay. of us, we're on uh twitter at boc podcast we're on instagram at orange couch podcast email us we love hearing from you guys Uh, you can email us at orange couch podcast um, at gmail and then we're also on podbean uh still no listeners in alaska uh and we're on itunes very helpful to leave a review um if you just heard me say that and you haven't left a review just go on and click on itunes leave a review any type of stars. Um, and, uh, or tell a friend. Um, yeah. Happy Mother's Day? Yes, Happy to, Mother's Day. To anybody out there who celebrates, or to your mom, tell, tell, tell her the uh, Andrew and Andrew Joey's <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time.
4: Mama, you just on my mind. I am not asking you to say words like yes or no. Please understand me. I have no place I'm calling you to go I'm just whispering to myself so I can't pretend that I don't know Mommy's just on my mind In the morning, baby, look inside your mirror You know I won't be next to you, you know I won't be near I'd just be curious to know if you can see yourself as clear As someone who has had you on his mind